Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by From Within Records, July 24th, 2021. One Scene Unity Comp Volume 2 drops. And I'm so excited. All of you know how well Volume 1 went, and Volume 2 is just going to be so amazing. So please keep an eye out for that. Go follow From Within Records on social media. If you're not already, go boot up your Twitter, your Instagram, click that follow button and stay up to date on all the current news. Things are moving. Payback's going to record soon. Shackled recording. MH Chaos is in the middle of recording. So many awesome things are on the way. And I'm so excited and looking forward to the rest of the year when it comes to From Within Records. And like I always say, please support From Within Records because they support us. On today's episode, we had to track down Damien and Ian. They play in a band called Extinguish. Super awesome dudes. I am a fan of their band. And if you're not familiar, please hit pause. Go boot up Spotify, Instagram, Bandcamp, title, and go seek out their latest record. It's self-titled Extinguish. It's awesome six tracks front to back all bangers and i i highly suggest you guys go check that out and then come back to the podcast listen to the conversation that i had with damien and ian two great guys and it it was a lot of fun for me and i was so happy to be able to um, put some spotlight on sacramento hardcore because i've been a fan of that city for a long time shout out trash talk i think they're one of the best hardcore bands and I think their discography is awesome and it still holds up. So shout out Sacramento Hardcore. So strap in, enjoy this conversation. And without further ado, welcome Damien and Ian to the show. Welcome to the podcast, Ian and Damien. How's it going, guys? Uh, good, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm, I'm stoked to have you guys on the podcast. Uh, if I'm being honest, uh, growing up, uh, early days in hardcore, when I would look at the Sacramento area, uh, bands that came to mind were bands like Hoods, Trash Talk, and then um, maybe it was just me being ignorant. It uh, just kind of went silent from my perspective for a while. So when I found out about you guys and you know you putting out this new EP, I was like, all right, cool. This is awesome. There's a, a, a like you know a band doing stuff, you know, gaining a lot of traction, getting people's attention. I was like, cool. I, I want to reach out and talk to somebody from that area because I, I feel like for a place that had uh, so many cool bands back in the day, I was like, it's cool to know that there's still stuff going on out there. Right. Right. So um, go, go ahead. Uh, I was just, I was just saying, yeah, it's, it's been pretty, uh, I feel like a lot of things have been pretty quiet as far as like the past few years. There hasn't been all that much going on. So yeah, it's pretty easy to just kind of slip by on everybody's radar for the most part. So uh, before we get into the band, uh, can you guys talk about um, how you guys got to the point of being in the band together? Like, did you guys grow up in the Sacramento area? Um, I'm from Sacramento. I've lived like all around Sacramento most of my life. 
uh, Ian and like the rest of the guys, pretty much just, like, all like Vacaville, like Fairfield area. Uh, so not necessarily everybody from Sacramento. Um, Eric, uh, our drummer is from Elk Grove. It's like a suburb of Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we've just kind of been seeing each other around for years and you know, eventually became friends and been in other bands like prior to now and kind of just ended up linking up. What's hilarious though is that like, because Damien joined the band a little later. Okay. Um, but even before Damien became like a real piece of the puzzle, we had other Sacramento like uh, guitarists in the band, like our friend Nate, or, you know, we had a homie Hector. You know, we had, so we had other members before the band or before Damien joined that were kind of from around the area too. So, um, yeah, I, I feel like right now is the most Sacramento the band has been since Ged now lives <laughs> in fucking Sacramento, you know, yeah, yeah. live in Sac, Eric lives in Sac. And then me and Jose, which Jose is the uh, bass player, we live, we live in Sassoon, which is like you know, maybe 40 minutes away. But Okay, for sure. And you, you mentioned before uh, Damien was in the band, I, I know that you guys uh, put out this demo in 2017. Yeah. And it, it seemed like things were moving kind of slow for you guys. Was there, was there a reason for that? Because you know, if a band comes out with, with a demo. Um, normally, they want to keep that you know track going and uh, you know keep active and you know put out more releases. But you guys you know had the demo, then the promo, a little break, and then you know now with the EP. I, I think really what it is is like having like a solid base, because you know it's hard having that solid foundation of a group, like how we have it now. Mm-hmm. Cause before some of us were like, eh, you know, like we had like a couple changes and then, you know, we finally started getting solid again. Cause when we did drop that demo, that, that felt like so fucking long ago, dude. That's yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> that was like, we, like we, uh, I was in another band natural selection and like extinguish and natural selection pretty much started at the same time. And we like both put out demos probably like a month apart from each other. And uh, we like all of our shows were like split sets. We would always like do like the split sets and everything. And it seemed like uh, both of those bands just like we kind of did like a little thing here and there. And then it was just like a lot of like inconsistency. Like it felt like, I mean, you guys had, was Nate on that demo? No, Nate Nate was on the promo though, right? So, So you guys had Hector and then... Heck, and Nate right after that. We were a four-piece when the demo started. We were like, yo, fuck having a second guitar player. We don't need it. And which is, I mean, that's what some bands do, though. They don't need a second guitar player. But in the end, like, yo, it sounds sick having two guitars, mm-hmm. you know? But Ged, he's, our, he's the other guitar player, yo. He was like, no, I'm down to just play one guitar for the demo. And, uh, you know, it's I think it's completely sounds different from what it is now, but at the time, that's kind of just where the mindset was. It's like, you know, four pieces dope, you know, like, but now it, it just was way better. And if you can remember uh, back in 2017, when you guys dropped that demo, was the reception pretty good from the local scene? Were, were kids into it? Were you guys happy with the product? It, it was chill. I think for the time and what we wanted to do, um, I think it was, it was okay i don't i mean i don't think anyone really listened to it other than our friends mm-hmm. honestly but that's all i care about anyways i mean is, you from, know. from an outside perspective like it was yeah i mean 
there was like a little like little hype around it like right when it first started just because it was like all the homies were like starting new bands around the same time our other friends in uh earth down were like starting to be more of an active band at the time too so like everybody was kind of just popping up at the same time like doing more and more stuff i think uh i think that's like around the time that like you lose was starting to be a band yeah. uh so like everybody like around the same circle was just like like kind of just starting out and a lot of those projects have like fizzled out or turned into something different or uh i mean like join up to be <laughs> one band instead yeah. of like multiple and stuff <laughs> like that it's all it's all the same homies doing the same stuff though but just kind of improving and yeah like you're saying like building a more solid base as it goes but that was like around that time like everybody was coming up around just northern california and the bay in general so it was really cool because everyone was, all, everybody supports each other i guess is what i'm trying to say like if you if you stop i feel like that's when like if you stop making music or you stop trying to create stuff like you'll just fizzle out right and i think the whole time that's a long period of time 2017 to now that's a long time and i think like a lot of people would just give up because it's easier to just give up and stop making music or start a new band but you know we're all like really good friends and we all love doing shit together. So it's, it's just fun. Yeah. Cause you, th you think about these days with the rate of new music coming out. Like I, I thought, um, like even today, I I, I had uh, you know, just got home from work and I was just, just relaxing and just kind of scrolling through the feed. And you know, I, I already checked out like a couple of new bands today, but then I'm just seeing links left and right. And I'm like, Holy shit. Like this is never going to stop. Like there's just so much new music constantly these days. So especially, uh, especially with the internet. Yeah. Right now everything is just on the internet. hundred percent. Like, you know, with the band camp, YouTube, Spotify, Apple music, uh, title, everything. It's, it's like, you know, the, the, the um, access is uh, so much easier than before. So, so, um, you know, for you guys to have, uh, you know, taking that short break and to, you know, to have the, you know, the like willpower to come back and actually ha have good music i i think it's super awesome because um you, know, you could easily get lost in the shovel because there's bands that have dropped uh you know last year that uh, people probably already forgot because so many new bands have come out and um obviously with no shows happening you know things just kind of move different these days right yeah and i mean it, even before even before everything happened i mean there was there was periods of time where like I would see like a new band pop up that's like members of this and that band from like the East Coast and like mm -hmm. they'll do a run. And even before they do that run, I'm like, all right, this is probably going to be the one chance I get to see this band before they disappear again. Like there's like so many of those where you can almost like preemptively see like, all right, this is probably going to be, you know, like I can imagine like like a band will like put out like a two song demo and like right off of that for a while. And then you're like, if they don't if they don't put something out like soon, then you can almost like count it off. You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. Um, like I always try to take, um, you know, all the opportunities that I can to see bands that, uh, you know, that aren't from around here. Cause you know, when bands tour, obviously it, it takes a lot of effort you know, people got to take time off of work, uh, you know, to travel and uh, all that stuff. So it's, it's a lot of works whenever bands and you make it out West, I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, who knows when they'll be back. So you got to check them out. And then even, uh, tomorrow which is it sounds weird to say but i'm going to that show in la tomorrow because i really that's want yeah, i really yeah. want to see alpha and omega because oh yeah, I, yeah that's I, super sick that i never thought cool. they would come back or do anything uh but uh, just to see them on the flyer just kind of out of nowhere i'm like all right cool that band was awesome i wish they, they never stopped making music so the fact that they're playing i'm gonna go and check it out so i'm pretty stoked for that have you seen the videos of dead city on youtube no i i have not Dude, the 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 sh the the shows that they've been like, are they're like little, little little things I've just been seeing pop up on people's stories. They've been crazy, Probably like nuts. like 
nutty, like just like huge, huge, like just like DIY fucking like, fire pits and shit going off. <laughs> People like circle pitting around fire pits. That was crazy shit, dude. Wow. Jumping off shit. That sounds crazy. Honestly, I, I really have no idea what I'm getting myself into. I, all I know is that it's, you know, it, it's, it's happening. It, it's cool that whoever's putting it on, doing it for free, you know, just putting on an event and uh, just trying to, you know, keep it alive because uh, this whole scene, you know, it's uh, pretty much DIY, like without people putting an effort like you guys doing bands or people out there starting record labels or zines, this could easily fade away because obviously a lot of people. Uh, got really comfortable and just kind of always assumed that, you know, tours, shows, bands were always going to be around, but pandemic hits. And then you kind of get just like this realization, like, holy shit, this isn't guaranteed. The, the scene, music, whatever, like nothing's, uh, you know, guaranteed. Like it, it's, it's around because people put effort to make it happen and to keep this thing alive. Yeah. It's like something that you like never thought that you could like take for granted. Like you're like, what do what like, like, what am I going to do on like a Wednesday night when I'm bored? And like, there's like some like whatever ass like punk bands like playing down the street. Like, I'm like, like I, I never realized that I could take something as like menial as like just going to a random show, like just to like kind of like show up and see what was going on. Like I didn't realize that I could never do that for right. like a solid year or two years or so, or like whatever it's going to be. Well, especially with you though, because you were throwing shows. You you put on what? How many uh, between not, you and Breadburn though? Not not that many, but like I mean, yeah, we were just starting to book more shit in Sacramento. So Sacramento felt like it was like kind of like re- like kind of revitalizing a lot. Uh, uh, Nick from Hard Times was like throwing shows my way, mm-hmm. so we were we were starting to get more of like a regular like turnout of people coming into like Sacramento and like we like pull like homies from the Bay to play out there and too and like. It was like starting to really, really, it felt like it was starting to be, it was going to be like Dude, a really good sure. year. And the last show that we played was like the last show that I saw anybody book and right. like locked down like a week later in 2020. And Sacramento shows have never been that crazy until we saw Drain play. Remember that? I mean, yeah, for a while, I mean, for a while it was really, really just like low key. So it felt like it was fizzling out, but. That's, what can you do now? <laughs> but that's crazy to hear because because think about it, um uh as big as uh you know trash talk got you know from your area and to to hear you right. talk about the you know the the scene kind of um you know fizzling out and I always uh and I always feel like I have like a skewed perspective because I, I live here in Southern California and you know I got like um here in Orange County LA is not too far away San Diego is not too, too far away and things have always been popping right like I I honestly don't feel like there's ever been a dull time for hardcore. Um, you know, for the area that I'm at since I've been going. So yeah. when I hear um, you guys talking about how, you know, fizzling out, that just blows my mind and, and it kind of scares me. But it's cool to know that there's guys like you out there, um, you know, booking shows, starting bands, you know, because that's really important to keep this alive because, you know, and you don't even um, and it's, it's kind of hard to kind of gauge the impact that you have because obviously you're just doing this stuff in real time so it's really hard right. to tell but um for you just to book a show you know and, and some random kid could stumble in that night and that could change their entire life and you know they could fall in love with something new and you know boom there's a new member of the scene right so i i think it's yeah, really awesome I, that you guys are doing what you're doing right on thank you um but yeah and like also like i don't want to like get it twisted and sound like sacramento like hasn't been a thing because mm-hmm. like there's been people that have been throwing on like crazy shit uh alex Budo uh from plead the fifth like he's been he's been pretty much been booking everything for like the past fucking over 10 years really and like there was just it just started to be like less bands were just coming up like north and just skipping sacramento is really what a lot of it turned into so Mm -hmm. it wasn't like sacramento 
wasn't existent or like on the radar at all. But it was just like for a while, like I was saying, like when Extinguish and Natural Selection first started, there wasn't really any like new bands really popping up. I mean, as far as like the punk scene, like for sure was like always super active. But like as far as like the hardcore like niche corner, it was just like a little bit less saturated because it was like a lot of the same people doing the same things. But there's been like really cool shows in the, like in the past few years even, but for like a while, pretty much since like like Branch Street went away, it's been like a little bit less than what it used to be. Yeah, I, I was gonna ask, is there like a, a solid venue for hardcore shows up in your guys' area? Uh, the Colony. The Colony is pretty much the spot. Um, uh, in VFW. Uh, yeah, the VFW too. Our, our buddy books at uh, uh, Fairmont VFW. He books at VFW, and then uh, uh, previously it was Blue Lamp. The owners from Blue Lamp, uh, Gabby and Ben. Actually, the original book was from Hoods. Ben, mm-hmm. he uh, owned Blue Lamp, but that went under, and they went to uh, they actually opened the Colony back up under their own management because that was a, a venue previously. But mm-hmm. that's pretty much been the spot for all of our shows for like the past for like seven years. I'd probably say even before RB and stuff too. Yeah. And then, yeah, there was like a few other spots that would pop up and kind of go away just because the people who ran them didn't either like booking hardcore shows or like didn't know how to manage like that kind of crowd. So it just turned into an issue and they'd like, you know, liabilities and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like it is a big undertaking to want to host a hardcore show because you think about just 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 the sheer amount of people that are going to show up and then uh, who knows what's going to happen with people you know swinging their limbs uh, you know super crazy and you know super aggressive music so um like you know props right. to people who are down to do it because yeah i i can i i can see why people wouldn't want to do it because and even if they're like an outsider because if they're not, if they're not a part of the community and they're looking at what we're doing it just looks like super crazy you know right and then and then like there's plenty of like pay to play venues and stuff like that in Sacramento too. Like there's like a big, there's like a weird, like dissected like scene in Sacramento where there's like a lot of bands that like will play at like those venues with like whatever. It just feels like it's like been kind of like the almost segregated scene. No, like by no intention, but just like a lot of people are doing different things. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of, it, it's, it's a weird place to look at from an outside perspective. I feel like. Yeah. And, and this is, I always feel weird saying this, but like I've lived in Southern California my whole life, but I've never been up north. And and it's it's just like so sad because there's been so many good bands and so many good shows that I've missed um, up north. And uh, I had plans uh, last year um, when that drain record release uh, weekend got leaked. Like that was going to be my plan was to, to go up north for the first time for that. But obviously it got canceled and I still haven't had the opportunity to. Um, right. But, but, but it's just, you know, crazy and i i want to get up there at some point just to you know you know obviously now there's like bands like um you know you guys being super active and then obviously drain have had that record and they still haven't really done anything with it and you know um obviously gold shami and all the other good bands up there it's like yeah like i have to get up there at some point to see what's going on it's like crazy because like drain one of the last shows that i booked at the colony we uh or that nick and i booked he threw my way but um, Mm uh i don't want to like like sound like a middleman, but uh, Drain like played in Sacramento and like pretty much like brought like the whole Bay Area, <laughs> like like, I, like they like brought like the Bay to like Sacramento. Basically, it was crazy. Like it was like one of the like gnarliest sets I've seen in a long time. And all, all those bands that you just mentioned, uh, Drain, Tsunami, Gulch, like 
on all those guys have just been in like other really sick bands for years and like have gotten little to no recognition like outside of the bay which is like pretty much what they all intended to do anyways but like it's pretty cool to see them getting like recognized on a larger scale like bands like i've seen play in like side rooms at churches and shit like mm-hmm. when i was like way younger like they're starting newer bands and they're reaching more people and like well deserved at that like yeah 100 percent. i always uh, speak about how i think what uh, those group of guys are doing right now is like this, uh, like people are going to look back and be like, holy shit, that was, that was like a, like a golden era, like legendary status. Cause just the, the kind of impact and the, the kind of music that they're writing, it's, it's, it's insane. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really cool to like, just like, see like the, like the, the very, like also like, I wouldn't say like quick development cause they've always been good bands, but it's crazy to see them be like in like really solid bands and then start another thing and just like take it a whole like step up and just fucking blow, like just blow up like crazy. And like, I like see people that previously I'd only see like the same people from the Bay or like Sacramento or like some LA people would like, you know, talk about them. But then I see people in like way bigger bands that like, I wouldn't even think would be looking in this direction at all like posting links about XYZ bands, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, uh, obviously you guys are in your own area. How far is that drive to, to get to like uh, San Jose area from you guys? Probably from Sacramento, probably like two and a half hours. If it's like, it like before like COVID and stuff, it was like probably like a three hour drive. If like you hit traffic, mm-hmm. like if I was like, if I had to make it, if I was trying to make a show at like seven o'clock, I would have to leave at like three or three thirty and sit in traffic like most of the way so it's not it's not super close yeah well uh, and how are things in, in your guys's area because I, I obviously out here where i'm at things are starting to get a little better like they just announced they're like closing down like all of our like major vaccination sites like next month and numbers are getting pretty low uh, i mean things are opening up again uh pretty big time um the next the, the closest thing I've seen as far as like shows or anything is there's like a DSI show in, uh, in Roseville. It's like the next, <laughs> next town over that's, that's in August. Yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, as far as like restaurants and things like that, like things are starting to fill up again and people are starting to be able to like indoor dining the whole nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're starting around the corner to where like you can get a vaccine appointment, like pretty quick. Like it's not booked out months in advance and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I was walking through Walmart and they're like making announcements over the the intercom like, hey, we got extra uh, you know, vaccinations. If anybody wants to come get one right now, just come to the pharmacy. And I was like, oh, cool. Like we've gotten to that point where they just randomly have extras and they're just giving them away. Yeah, we should start like giving them away to like other countries and shit, too. <laughs> like af- After we're done. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it's. it's definitely been like a, a crazy time because obviously we've never been through anything like this before but i'm just hoping uh you know sooner than later uh, we get better so uh, you know we're not in a pandemic anymore so it'd be nice to not have to be afraid of dying like you know randomly from a virus right and i feel like uh i feel like with the way that the vaccines are rolling out like we're getting like towards a better like safe point for like herd immunity like i guess like most of the vaccines make it so if you get sick then you don't get as sick or it's not supposed to be life-threatening like so you can still gain you know like the antibodies and like have like the herd immunity factor without like worrying as much about you know just like dropping dead and uh as far as uh 
like hardcore shows coming back in your area? Has, has there been any talks? Because I, I hear it through the woodwork, obviously, you know, talking to people, you know, getting tour offers or people getting asked to book certain things. Um, have you guys yeah. heard anything? Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna say names or anything mm-hmm. like that. But there's been there's been some like, some some just like, I don't know, there's like a lot of people who are very eager to start up like doing big things immediately. And like, obviously, like, I'm not gonna diss that like, if I probably if I lived in Southern California, like I probably would have gone to the show tomorrow night or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I feel like there's been like a few things that have happened, but just like, very like strange style as far as like the eagerness to like do it all as everything was before like i've like i've seen some things like pop up like pretty pretty early on when things were more uncertain like as far as like right now like i haven't heard uh of many many shows like happening but i feel like it's going to start being more of a discussion like in the near future like it seems like people are more hungry to like find shows for their bands or like book things but None of the venues, like the proper venues, are like opened up or anything right now. So it would just be finding someone who would do a house show for you or something like that. That Knock Loose tour is hitting Sacramento, right? Or is that just like like a random festival date? Because I saw the tour flyer and I, and I just always skim for if there's any California dates. And the only one that I saw was uh, Sacramento, but I didn't look too much too into it. Cause I'm like, oh, that's not near me. So uh, is that like the Knock Loose and like Gojira tour? Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't looked at the dates for that at all, but I'm not sure. That, that'll probably be at Ace of Spades, I'd assume. Yeah, if they're if they're open, if they're open, then, yeah, yeah, that would be like a big pay-to-play venue like that. But I haven't seen. I don't think there'd be like a maybe like an outside fest or something. But I don't. yeah, I mean, there's. I mean, like there's like a the big like Northern California like the big like metal festival aftershock like that's supposed to be happening still in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. That's like. That's like a big like open air like outdoor fest too, but like it's a huge attendance. So if that's still on the books, then I'm sure that everything that's going to be from here to then will still probably be happening. Yeah, that that's pretty interesting. And have you guys uh, attended that aftershock fest? Um, I went one year. Uh, I like went to the year that Deftones and Slipknot headlined, and it was fucking tight. <laughs> that's cool. I. Fest or uh, fest can be fun, but I, I just feel like um, they, they just get so exhausting. So I, I I try to go every now and then to like random festivals, but I'm not like like I, I know people who that's all they do is go to festivals and like that's just too much. Nah, that shit kills me too. Um, it's kind of cool. Like I I feel like I enjoyed day one of that festival a lot, um, and like I like. I like cut off to like the side and they had like, like NXT, like the wrestling thing there. So I was like, I was like watching wrestling and like, I turn around and I can see POD playing behind me and I'm like, all right, like this is fun. But like, like by the end of that night and then the day following, I just like wanted to, I was like sleeping in the grass and shit. Like I didn't want to be there anymore. Like my allergies were killing me. It was like kicking up dust. Everyone around you is just like shit house wasted. It gets really exhausting. I feel like I would be like way too paranoid to sleep in public like that. I, I feel like somebody would like mess with me or yeah. <laughs> You're not the only person sleeping there. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm probably much more self-aware even to sleep than like most of the people are that are like awake there. So it's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, 
just want to switch gears, bring it back to the band. When you guys put out that uh, promo in 2018, was that supposed to um, lead into like an album or something? Or was that just promo just to kind of uh, keep busy and kind of uh, remind people like, hey, like we're still doing stuff? I think it, it was more of like a reminder, like, yo, we're still active. And after we wrote that, I think we had like two or three songs on deck and we were like, okay, we're going to use those two songs and then these other three songs. And then at some point we're like, all right, fuck this. We're just going to write like better shit. And that took however long, what, two years or whatever to uh, write better shit and actually come out with it. Cause yeah, like the whole member situation was still happening during then too, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's, yeah, it finally came together, but that, that was more of like a, Yo, we're still active, you know. Okay, and so in, in between the promo and then the EP coming out, uh, is that when you joined the band, Damien? Uh, yeah, I joined, I believe, late 2019, like probably like September, October 2019. Mm-hmm. And um, I had plans to move away and all this and all these different plans and stuff. And uh, basically, I was just like. I, the previous band that I was in had just kind of dissolved. Um, and like we share a practice spot. I would go to like most of their practices anyways. Mm-hmm. And like we did the split sets and all of this and that stuff. And I had a lot of stuff that I was like writing that I felt was like too similar to extinguish for me to use for my other band. Like I didn't, cause we share the drummer. I forgot to include that earlier. Okay, for sure. Eric, Eric is the drummer for, uh, extinguish. And he was also a natural selection. And, uh, I felt like I didn't want to like, just have him be in two of the same band and just be, you know, just, I didn't want like everything to like suck off of each other. And then, uh, I ended up just like asking cause they were like very like loosely like spitballing, like, Oh, maybe we could like find another guitarist if like anybody <laughs> ever wants to, cause just like a few of our friends have joined and left. And then I just like hit them all up and was just like, Hey, I can like play for your band until I move or whatever. Like we can write this EP and do it up and then uh, plans to move changed. So obviously I, I stayed, but um, yeah, just basically just out of one band not existing. We were like, well, why not? And we're very happy that you did. Oh, thanks. Bud. Yeah. <laughs> you were going to move away and we're happy you stayed. Yes, me too. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's cool that you kind of just fit right in since you were around for a lot of it. So I, I, I guess that was like an easy transition just to get you in there because it probably felt comfortable since you were always around. Yeah, and like I, I'd seen, I've gone to their practices like plenty of times because we shared the same spot, and like I would just like have nothing to do, and it'd be like, they'd, like I would just be like, oh, what are you guys doing? They'd be like, oh, practice tonight, and I would just like roll through and. I've like heard all the songs that I like had to learn before. Like I had already heard them played like a bunch of times and it was like, it was like a pretty, pretty seamless transition. Although I've only played one show of like original material technically, technically with with, a, as a full lineup. Um, So yeah, I've only played one one show, which is yeah, (laughs) pretty much a year and a couple months ago, the last show. And before, uh, obviously, before the pandemic, were uh, or was Extinguish uh, pretty active as band playing shows in your area? Uh, yeah, I would I would try to say yes because we tried to get on pretty much anything that was thrown to us, whether 
It was down in like Santa Cruz, which is like a deep ass drive. You guys were you guys were playing uh, a lot of those Peace and Justice shows for a minute too, like yeah. uh, the Field of Flame show and stuff. Yeah, I I I feel like I was seeing Extinguished pretty often at that point, like months prior. Um, yeah, pretty much like once a month, once every two months at least, at least like probably yeah. more. <laughs> Just grinding, dude. Mm-hmm. Just grinding straight up. Cause like, that's not a far, I mean, that's not a, like from either from where I'm at or even from Sacramento to Santa Cruz, dude, that's a far ass drive. Yeah. That's an all day thing. Even to San Jose and back, like if you're, if you're doing peace and justice from SAC, dude, that's, that's like three and a half hours, four hours. No, not, not even that, but either, either way, I mean, it's still just like, you still have to like jam straight out there. If like, if you work that day, like you better like be off like right on time get get your shit together and go like there's no there's no room for anything in between like at all like it's a super i don't know it's kind of shot but i really uh also like it because san jose like feels like it's kind of become like almost a second home to i mean even to natural selection prior it was just we were always playing out there and extinguish is always playing out there and all of our friends like a lot of our friends are out there and Santa Cruz too, like Malachi and like Jaffe and all them, like put on for us super hard and made sure we got on shows and extinguished you and it was good. And are are these like the the next closest scene to you guys? Yeah, yeah, that's probably the closest one. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're like, no, nah, that's that's got to be it. No, yeah, Chico, Chico's further, but Chico's like probably the next closest scene in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But they're they're pretty. Uh, they kind of just stay in Chico for the most part, except uh, all of Tommy's bands come out to the bay. But yeah, well, it's good to have that that uh, you know that crossover because obviously you guys are neighbors, so it's cool to to have their support and for you guys to support them because I feel like that goes uh, like a long way. Even though you guys are hours apart, but you know just to have that relationship there, it's pretty awesome. I mean, yeah, Malachi for sure put on for all of like Sacramento bands super hard. Uh, I mean, he, I guess he used to live here like halftime when he was a teenager. Mm-hmm. So like, um, he just like loves Sacramento and he like puts on for us super hard. And like, we've been friends since he's been coming around more often and stuff. So it's been, it's been really cool. He puts us like, he's like put both of our bands like on at a uh, sub Rosa pretty often. And, uh, it's just kind of turned into playing out of town more than like in your home area. So it just feels like in like a roundabout way of just being there all the time. Yeah. I, I definitely know how that is. And it's kind of cool and kind of interesting at the same time. Cause uh, you know, you're like traveling way more than you're playing at home and you're like, Oh, this feels kind of weird, but it's nice to you know be somewhere else, but it have it feel so familiar. Yeah. It's all the same people. Like, almost every show, which isn't a bad thing at all. I mean, there was a lot more kids starting to come around too, like new people, which was really cool to see even, even in Sacramento for a while. But yeah, it, it was still like a familiar place. Like it didn't feel like, it didn't feel like I was playing in a town where I didn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. Like even, even the first time that I feel like we played, or I mean, I'm speaking for my experience, but just, no, just like the, just like, they're always like, they're always like very welcoming of, Sacramento and like back to like whole area bands like earth down play out there a lot too. Our, mm-hmm. uh, our other friends band from back uh, Yeah. Anybody that I've ever talked to from up North has been uh, nothing but nice, like super awesome and genuine people. So I don't know what it is, um, you know, going on up there with everybody, but yeah, everybody that I've interacted with has been like super cool. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's been nice. Very, very welcoming. 
uh, scene and like a lot, it feels like Santa Cruz like got real, really uh, active really quick. Cause I feel like Santa Cruz was another place that was kind of, you know, just dormant for a while. Mm-hmm. And like uh, San Jose, like nobody could keep a venue for a long time either. So it was a lot of people were scrambling for trying to find places to play. And now that we've had a couple spots that everybody's been get a, able to get a hold of, it's been thriving. I mean, obviously you can see that now, but I mean, just everybody, everybody coming up at the same time, it feels like in the Bay area. Yeah. It's awesome. Cause back in the day when I thought of San Jose, I, I would think of, um, lose none. That was the band that would always come to mind. Yeah. <laughs> so crazy band. And I, I know that they, they just put some of the records up on, I think Spotify for the first time, which is super awesome. Cause like, even to this day, I, I still like that band. I, I feel like th- their music's awesome and still holds up. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I feel like I'm not super familiar with them, but like all my friends from the Bay like love that shit. <laughs> like that's like all the all the shit that like a lot of people like listen to like when they started going to shows. I feel like mm-hmm. yeah, no, yeah, like I, I was uh, always seeing Lose None, um, Hoods on a Warpath, and um, there's a band from I think they're from Berkeley. Are they from Berkeley? Uh, the, First Blood. Oh yeah, shout out San Francisco. Shout out Alcatraz. I, I don't know if you guys listen to that band. Uh, oh yeah, Alcatraz is sick. Dude, that <laughs> yeah. band's so fucking awesome. Um, <laughs> that band's hard. <laughs> yeah, but there's this band from Berkeley called uh, Murder Practice. I'm, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with them. I think they only had like two albums. They were like around for like a very short period of time. But I, I thought that band was like so sick. Yeah, I'm, I'm not familiar. I mean, like, check uh, them out. yeah, I'm not. I'm not familiar. But I'm sure if I asked her out, there'd be somebody I know that's like, that would be very in the know mm-hmm. okay well yeah go on spotify or, or whatever um, streaming service you guys use and look up murder practice they're fucking awesome great band um yeah i'll be checking out yeah um ian you mentioned that um uh, after the promo you guys had a, a, about three songs on deck did you guys ever do anything with those songs or did you just scrap them it was just straight scrap because at, at that time i think damien we were like damien's kind of like we were thinking about throwing Damien to the band. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, all right, if this fool is going to be coming in, then we might as well just write shit with him, you know? And I, if I can remember correctly, it was just like shit that it was like on the fence. Cool. But we knew we could make better stuff, especially with another mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, nah, it, it, you know, bands write songs. You Sometimes you like it. Sometimes you hate it. And then shit just gets tossed. And I know there's like, three songs that we cost maybe even more than that yeah, and maybe it was a good move uh you know especially if you're bringing in like another uh you know creative mind uh, when you're writing new songs to kind of keep that same flow yeah man because with because you know everyone has their style damien has his style get has his style and that's the shit that works best you know and it, it sounds sick and you know, even if we didn't like the old shit, maybe we go back to it. Maybe not. It's just, it all depends. Yeah. We've, I feel like we've picked up bits and pieces from like things like, like old ass clips that you guys will go through like voice memos yeah. and practice. And we'll, we'll pick up, notes. we'll pick up like a little like thing or thing here or there. But I feel like most of the, most, like everything that pretty much ended up on the EP was like almost on the spot, like at the, at the practice spot for what I like, what I remember pretty much, pretty much. And uh, Damien, as far as you joining the band and um, having to help with the writing process, do you feel any pressure at all, like to maybe have to prove yourself or to, you know, uh, write some good stuff to, you know, kind of, um, you know, stake your claim as being like a real member of the band? Uh, I mean, 
Yes and no. Um, sometimes I feel like uh, I feel like I butt heads with uh, our bassist Jose. Like we kind of, I mean, like we're we're hella like we're just like super close and like mm-hmm. we just like fuck with each other anyways. So I feel like the only person I ever feel like I'm ever really competing with is just like purely by taste, but just me and Jose. We kind of just like jump back and forth at each other, but it's all out of a good place. Uh, just like we have like a little bit of different styles on certain things. But other than that, I mean, it's been pretty seamless. Like the shit that I've helped write or like the songs that I write, like it's, it's been really easy to work with everybody. And like, if somebody like thinks like some, something is whack, like they'll tell me mm-hmm. and like not be like an asshole about it. And if I think something's whack, I'll tell them and we'll just like, we'll figure it out. And like, we've like very constructively argued, like we don't ever like, we never get like pissed or anything. And I don't ever like feel like scared of like showing them a riff or you know, saying what I think about something because end result, it always comes out better after the fact. And it's always, I mean, it's just been a pretty, uh, pretty smooth transition from what I understand. And like also having the same drummer from my previous band, it was like writing with him was really easy because a lot of the stuff uh, that I had was uh, things that I like may or may not have used for natural selections, you know? So it just brought, it was just like straight in. And that's awesome to hear, to, to hear that you guys can, uh, you know, speak freely about, um, you know, your views on you know, each other's riffs. Cause I, I was uh, talking to a buddy and he, he mentioned that um, his band was going through some member changes. And, you know, I, I asked like what happened and he told me that one of the members uh, wrote a riff and they just decided not to use it because it just didn't fit the song. And the, um, one of the members got super, uh, you know, upset and felt a certain type of way and just quit the band over that one riff. And I'm like, wow, that's really strange that, um, you know, people, you know, get that emotional about it. And, and I get it. I mean, it's something that you created that you're probably proud of. But if, um, you know, other people um, aren't into it and it's like a it's like a collective effort, like, come on, you got to make you know some compromise. You can't just, uh, you know, get right. super, uh, you know, mad about it and just straight up quit because that's that's crazy. So I, I think it's awesome and um, and cool that you guys can work so well together and just have that that discussion because it's, uh, you know, it's crazy how um, how hard people can make it sometimes just to be able to speak what's on your mind. But the fact that right. you guys um, have that um, you know, relationship and are able to, to do that, it, it, it's awesome. Yeah, it also helps that we're like all like homies first, like mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sure. Like before any of that shit, like everybody in this band was friends prior to even Extinguish starting. Like none of it was like predicated on only just like starting a band. So it was like mm-hmm. the whole like purpose, like for I feel like every all of our friends' bands just been like play to our friends and fucking if anybody else likes it, then that's sick um but it's not like it never feels like it's like a pressure of like i have to impress these guys or like we have to impress somebody else like it feels like it's all just meet up when we can and sometimes we sit in the practice spot for three hours and don't come up with shit and sometimes we sit in there for like 15 minutes and write a song and we're just like <laughs> fine it's like really just as it comes and it works there's no anything else about it like we just work pretty well together from what i what i feel yeah hell yeah man because some bands you know they have one person who does everything right mm-hmm. and you know they find members to fill that void right and then other bands i'd say like us you know everyone has their piece to the pie you know everyone comes up with their own shit yeah know? dude i mean like jose is like the bassist and like he picked up a guitar later than any of us and he's like written full songs for us and like those are like like that's like like that song unconquered is like probably like my favorite song on the EP and like, that's like all like 
like he like brought it to us and was like dude like don't like i i hope it's good yeah and like it ended up being like my favorite song on the shit like he's like played guitar like way less than me and Gen like overall he he picked up guitar like maybe to, I, basically I'd say to write that like song. a year yeah i'd say he was playing guitar for maybe under a year picked it up and he like wanted to make and create music so hard so he fucking made that shit yeah you know that's that's like so crazy and he's a bass player not not to discredit him but you know he plays bass and he's like fuck this i'm trying to make a song yeah off shit that he like wants music to sound like and that's that's so dope yeah, that's cool to hear that he had that determination to be like, yo, like I want to uh, you know, do a little more and, and help create because I, I do think it's a little more special when I find out that the entire band is a, a part of the creative process because I, I get people uh, will want to you know have full control and some people are, are cool. They just want to play music. They don't want to write, you know, so yeah. that, that's their thing. That's cool. But when I find out that like, you know, like you guys, how everybody just has, um, you know, their, their part in, um, you know, creating all of this, I, I think it's super cool. And, and it just kind of shows that, um, you guys are like a, like a real, like, you know, band, like a real unit, a, a you know, group of friends. It's, it's super awesome. That's, that's how I view extinguish is like, we're like, we're all like really good fucking friends and we love trying to make music and play it. So our friends, and just fucking do it. And I feel like there's also not pressure in the opposite direction of like, if like one of us did want to just be like, you know, like I'm not really feeling very creative lately. Like I'll just be here to, you know, learn the songs and do the thing. Like, I feel like it's also like, there's no, I don't feel like anybody, yeah, nobody's like poking at each other to like bring more to the table or anything like that. It's just like, as it comes, it's cool. And if like, and if not, then, is we, we like we don't have a problem with like i feel like most of us don't have a problem with like one of us writing a whole song and bringing it to practice mm-hmm. and putting it together as opposed to like having it needing every single thing to be a you know a five-piece effort like not to say that every song is a five-piece effort but you know what i'm saying like yeah just having having we're, like no one's like afraid to like listen to the word of one person if we have to for like, sure there's no egos yeah Yes. And it's, that's, it's crazy to be how, um, you know, how much ego people have. It just kind of blows my mind. Cause you know, for, for me, I, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, be respectful and, uh, you know, kind of keep my ego in check, you know, and be realistic about certain situations. But when I come across certain people and like their egos just out of control, I'm just like, wow, that's, it kind of makes me sad. It's, it's, it's so unfortunate too, because like a lot of people are really cool. And then you see the ego build and it just like destroys so many other pieces of them that you just like loved before. Mm-hmm. And just like, it all just like gets washed away into this, like just this horrible place of like, I know you're a good guy, but why, why you gotta, why you have to act like this? Like who, who, who really cares about what you look like or what, how you talk or anything like that? Like, it's it's good like <laughs> you were a good person before all this like you don't need to add the, the extra persona to everything yeah and, and I, I always like scratch my head i'm like wouldn't you want people to like you for you and not some like weird you know act that you're putting on oh exactly but being yourself is the most important thing you know true like, that's how that, that's how i make my friends is just being myself and if they like me they like me and if they don't they don't damn that's really deep <laughs> no, that to, for for you to have that you know that um you know uh that insight 
and you know think that way it, it it's it's awesome because i and I, i've said this on here like a couple times before but i i credit um you know to getting bullied in middle school uh there's this girl she like uh she was like popular and she like made fun of me because i played uh video games and liked anime and i was like yo there's no way that i'm gonna stop liking video games or watching anime so if 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 i'm gonna be labeled a loser or be made fun of i'm like that's fine because there's no way i'm giving up uh, you know playing my playstation 2 that my mom had just gotten me at the time um so i'm like that's fine that's cool i'll, I'll figure it out maybe I'll, I'll find other people that like that like the same stuff as me too so i i learned it like early on that i'm just like yeah i'm not going to give up the things that i like just because other people don't like it Oh yeah, straight up. Like when I was like a kid, like like all the kids would like make fun of me because like I had like long hair and shit. And, like, <laughs> I was like a little like little like skater metalhead kid. So like people would like always just like want to like make fun of me or whatever. But like as soon as I like met somebody that was also like into the same things I was, I was like, oh, this is so validating. Like I don't need to you know fit whatever the fuck it is like that everybody else is doing right now. Like I can do what I'm into right now and meet people that like genuinely like me and like not even just people who like the same things as me but other people who are more tolerant of you know just not everybody being the same like like you can meet plenty of like you meet the best people when you stop trying to please people i feel like true yeah yeah and trust me i've uh, you know ha stopped hanging out with a lot of people because i just you know got sick of uh, them not being themselves because you know uh, you know being friends with somebody for so long you, you get to know who they are but then when you see them like act brand new like around different people you're like wow what is going on with you this is this is sad yeah or like people who like won't say what's up to you if you're not standing within proximity of like somebody else but like <laughs> you know if you're like standing with like one of their friends then like you like you're tight like your best friends so weird it's so weird if i see you guys in person i'm gonna say what's up no matter who you're with <laughs> Dude, I'll, hell I'll, yeah. I'll say what's up to you first <laughs> for sure um <laughs> so you guys uh, put out that promo and obviously i mean a couple years passed before the, the the ep came out was it a smooth writing process or um, do you guys uh, you know have any thoughts of maybe just hanging it up since it had been so long because you know we talked about earlier how fast music moves and two years that's a really long time to kind of be absent from this I'd say nah, only because we like doing it. It's it's weird to say, but like it's fun like meeting up with your friends and like doing shit, mm -hmm. even if it's not even music related, right? It's just fun like, you know, meeting up, even if we wrote music, we wrote music and even if we just drove out just to chill and hang out, that's fun too. But from the point when the EP got recorded, it took like almost a year for it to be put out, you know, just with everything going on which sucks but no nah, i don't I, I can't i mean me i'm speaking for myself i never personally thought that uh it was time to hang it up it yeah. never it never seemed like from an outside perspective like prior to joining extinguish that it looked like they were trying to stop either like there there was enough uh things that you guys were doing um playing shows like often enough to where it was it was like you would still see the progression but it just wasn't stuff that was being you know released or like put out for like yeah. just put out on the internet so like if people like were still seeing extinguish regularly and like i feel like a lot of people were starting to like extinguish like more and more like as you guys so. played like every show you guys had to had a better reaction than the last it felt like yeah definitely and then just more love you know? and then by the time that i joined i mean they already had a 
couple of the songs written mm-hmm. and like had had some of the stuff like some of those riffs like had been written for a long long time because i'd just seen them play them and then uh a lot of the stuff after that was just pieced together from other things we'd write at practice so so i i feel like i'm late to the extinguish party you know because I, I started listening to you guys when the the ep came out and you know i had to go do my research i was like oh who's this band from sacramento that i'm not familiar with um, but where, where do you think that comes from? Cause I, I, I saw that you guys got a lot of coverage, a lot of love and you guys were, um, you know, being posted in a lot of different places and that's how it caught my attention. Um, mm-hmm. but, um, obviously the growth from the promo versus the, the EP, it, it just seems like, you know, way different. It's just the, uh, it was all real life. It was none yeah. of, none of, none of, none of extinguished stuff was on the internet like none of the like the anything was happening that was in the band was on the internet really so it was just i think we suck at the internet i think i I think that's what it is like we like at least myself i don't really like the internet, and i think we suck at the internet you know we have like a twitter Mm -hmm. right but it's it's hard to do the internet thing especially if you don't like doing it and I think that's pretty much it. I like, I know we, we love playing shows and we love writing music, but the whole internet thing, promotion thing, like, fuck, I don't know what to do. And I'll just trust what other people tell me. Cause you know, I really don't, I don't care. Like, I, of course I care cause it's my band, but like the whole internet thing is, it's hard to, um, it's hard to really push it out, you know, cause I don't want to punish people with, Oh, here's my fucking band. Like mm-hmm. listen to it, please, please listen to it. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's hard to do that. So it, I had to like do that more with this shit coming out because it's like, man, I just like making music and playing shows with my friends. Yeah, well, it, it seems like uh, your uh, your friends and you guys did a good job of promoting it because, like I mentioned, I, I saw it in a lot of different places. I, I read a couple of different reviews um, on the record, which I thought was uh, you know awesome that you know, you guys were getting that coverage, especially for. A band who's been around since 2017 but you know hadn't really been um you know super active with putting out music so for, for people to you know give you guys that respect and show you that kind of love i i, I thought it was cool and curious about um how you guys uh, linked up uh, with your label uh okay yeah. um so basically my friends love showing love <laughs> mm-hmm. That's so awesome. i know yeah, which I, I love them for that. And I'm, I'm happy I called them my friends. But basically, we had we put out the single first. I don't know if that's the right thing to do or whatever. But we put it out first. And I know Creator Destructor was like, was like super down with it, from my understanding. Uh, ben, he was like, he was like, damn, this is sick. He hit up Joseph from Tsunami. And then, uh, yo, Joseph hit me up about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm down as hell. Like, I like Crater Destructor. I listened to, like, of course, Gulch, you know. They put out their shit, and I was like, yeah, I hella fuck with them, and they put out Tsunami shit. I'm like, yeah. So, and it, it's just a really cool opportunity. We had a couple other opportunities, but I think Crater Destructor was uh, definitely the move for us, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and yeah, uh, and Ben's super cool. Um, he's, like, doing it pretty much strictly just so – he pretty much does it almost – it feels like a, just a favorite. Like, it's like, he just wants to do it just so bands can see their artwork become, you know, a physical, physical thing, like a physical media. Um, there's no, like, weird, like, runaround bullshit with him. Like, it's just cut and dry straight to the point. Like, 
everything that we've done so far, like with the with, with the record and like even prior to like releasing it was just very like plain English. And it was just like regular phone conversations like, hey, man, how are you doing? And then we'd talk about it. And it didn't even feel like, you know, talking like big business with somebody. It mm-hmm. was just he just he's just like basically told us, like, we want to put your shit out. Like we're going to we can facilitate that happening. And all you have to do is just. <laughs> and pretty yeah. much just exist yeah. Yeah. and trust the process <laughs> yeah. Ex- exist and trust the process and i can give me ideas of what you guys want and i'll give you ideas of what i want to do and it's been seamless so far yeah i think about that process you guys have uh, you know sold out of those two variants of your record uh, which is pretty awesome I'm so thankful dude i'm so fucking thankful for that because i was surprised when you can sell five on <laughs> like to myself i mean so yeah it's, it's, it's like humbling as shit to know that people actually spent their hard-earned dollar on that. Right. Yeah. And like respect to everybody who like it, it sold out like pretty decently quick, way faster than I ever thought yeah, that anything thought. that I've never put out would be, you know, even even put on vinyl. You know, I never thought music I would make you put on vinyl. And that, I don't know if that's corny, but that's crazy. Nah. And like, and like Ben, like I said, yeah, just Ben fucking hooked it up. Like Ben. And from the creative structure, just like the man, yeah, work is yeah, and it's really not corny. That that's your guys' stuff. You guys worked hard on that, you know, to to take that time off and to come back and to get that kind of love. You know, it, it's um, you know, your guys' music speaks volumes because if you guys came back with some whack stuff, you know, you guys wouldn't have sold out because you got to think the 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 people who listen uh, wouldn't have uh, wanted to buy it if it's trash. So the the fact that True. you guys came back after so long. You put out this EP, a lot of people liked it, and for it to, to sell out like that, you know, you guys are doing something good over there. Yeah, a cosign only goes so far if you don't have anything to back it. Like, like that's that's all that there really is. Like, you, you do still have to back what you're doing. And like, I'm I'm like pretty proud of uh, the EP itself. Like, sounds like I feel like it sounds good. Uh, Toshio Toshio did a really good job uh, recording it. Yeah, shout out to Toshio. Yeah, Panda Toshio, uh, super talented. Yeah, very good. I feel like he spent like a lot of time on getting our stuff right. Mm-hmm. It sounds, it sounded. I mean, even even just the roughs. Like when I listened to the roughs, it's like, oh, we could release this now and people would still yeah. love it. Like it sounded, <laughs> it sounded huge already. Hell yeah! And was there ever any thought to just go straight into a full length, or did you guys just want to ease back and just put out an EP? I I don't I don't think there was yeah, any. Yeah, I don't think I think we were just like trying to put like because you know like you said it. It was been, it's been a minute and doing six songs for an EP seems like a lot of music for an EP, but uh, I think like a, like a full length in the future. Yeah, hopefully, um, you know, you guys stick to it and are, are you guys uh, just kind of taking time to, you know, enjoy the EP finally being out or are you guys um, you know, constantly working on new music? I don't think like we're intentionally like uh, taking time to enjoy the EP being out, but I feel like we're all just kind of like taking a backseat for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's been really busy from what I understand. Um, like people are just starting to get back into the swing of things as far as just like, you know, work and balancing your schedule. Because I mean, for the past year, it's just been like, all right, all I needed time for is work. Mm-hmm. And now it's kind of, everyone's like kind of dialing it back and, looking at you know shows being a possible thing like sooner than later hopefully so we've been talking a little bit more about getting together and writing some more and practicing the set and tightening up but it's been kind of chilling for the past i don't know 
yeah. like a month or so. Yeah, I, I think the next show we put out isn't going to take two years for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, it's it's like I definitely I don't know. I was talking to Jose about this a little while ago. Like I for sure want to put out an LP, and I know it's not going to take two years. I don't, I don't even think it'll take a year. But uh, yeah, I know it's it's now that we have like a solid fucking team to where we can actually make good shit. Like it's the time process is going to go down a lot. I'd assume. Yeah, it'll be a lot less like of a transitional stage, like yeah. going into it. And then, you know, COVID has already happened. I mean, it's <laughs> not like we're not, hopefully, we don't see another giant roadblock of whatever else comes in the future to make it more difficult for us all to get together. But it feels like, it feels like we definitely like caught a, caught a nice little piece of like attraction for ourselves to, you know, have something to move forward to a little bit of like more extra motivation, like especially with the reception of the EP and stuff. It's been really cool to just see people that we fuck with and like people that we've been like, you know, like going to shows and listening to for a long time, just like genuinely liking what we do. So yeah. it's I feel like we can definitely catch this and keep running with it. Yeah. Especially when shows come back. Cause I want, I just want to play shows. Yeah. And to think that you guys have had this kind of impact with now, with, without playing a show for the record, it, 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 it's yeah. cool. I know. It's really weird to do something and not be able to like support it in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just curious, um, who did the artwork for the EP? His name is uh, Nikki Dot Rat at on Instagram. It's some it's some uh, Euro fellow, he, but now he's sick. He did uh, he he's did in the UK, right? I I don't know where the fuck he's from <laughs> to be honest, but I know he's not not from here. But I didn't ask him where he's from, but uh. I'm gonna send him a I'm gonna send him a record, but he did the front and back of it, and uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it looks sick. I, I I you know was like analyzing it, and I'm like, man, this is you know pretty brutal. Yeah, that's yeah, definitely brutal. Yeah, no, I was I was very very satisfied with it when you showed me the mock-ups. Like we like bounced back and forth between like a bunch of different artists, and we were trying to like. So we were looking at like paintings or like if we wanted a drawing or mm-hmm. like we were, we were, we were sending this very long drawn out. We had a separate group chat just for art. And it was like, all of us would send like five different paintings from like two different artists, like at a time. And we'd all be like, Oh yeah. Like we totally fuck with this. And it would just like get lost in the mix and we'd forget about it forever. So it was really nice to like see someone like, I don't know, like I feel like his, his shit fit our style very, very well. And it was like really easy to just accept. <laughs> like it was yeah, everything yeah. else was like a, a hard maybe or somebody didn't really like it. But as soon as we saw like the mock-ups that he made for us, like all five of us were super down. Because it's like so hard to select art. Like there's so many different artists, right? And like, I mean, I try to do a little bit, but man, there's so many artists. It's hard to just choose one person to be like, yep, that's it. You know, it's it's hard as hell. Yeah. But well, yeah maybe you can bring the other art pieces that didn't make it to the cover to some merch. It's hey, uh, yeah, that's, that, that is going to be coming soon. Yeah. Ian's Ian's Ian, Ian cooks. He's got ideas. Yeah. I, I try to, I try to make a bunch of shit. Um, and there's, there's a, like a long sleeve right now that's on pre-order, but mm-hmm. I want to do like a short sleeve and I have a bunch of shit that I haven't shown anyone yet, but, that I know I want to put out for sure because it's summertime, you know. Yeah, it's warming up. It's it's getting hot down here. Oh yeah, Dude, it's, it's getting hot up, up here, here too. too. <laughs> and so uh, I'm I'm curious. Uh, obviously, you guys are 
you know, have a lot of, um, you know, spotlight on you guys right now. Um, how can you make uh, when shows come back, obviously, um, how can you make Sacramento a destination again for these tours, for shows? I mean, just pretty much what we were starting to do, at, like before everything shut down. I mean, like I said, Nick from Hard Times was like throwing some stuff my way. Mm -hmm. um, me and my buddy Jake, um, we've we just like we just like noticed there wasn't really much going on, so we like he just like texted me one day and was like, "Hey man, like we should start booking shows like yesterday. Like let's let's get on it." And I was, and we always like kind of like spitball back and forth, like, oh yeah, dude, like I'm hella down, like we'll figure it out, we'll hit these guys up, blah blah blah. Um, but Malachi was probably the catalyst to uh, making that happen. Um, he sent Nick my way, and then Nick started throwing me stuff, and then I started hitting other people up uh, on their own, and we started getting some more more things cooking, some meet friends at other shows, and you know, just word of mouth, and eventually it's like we started having more people come out, but uh just hopefully continue off of that and just bring other bands here like yeah. just make more personal connections to you know like bring make friends with people and then bring your homies out like not just you know oh dude like come play the show like we'll pay you xyz whatever but like you know come out like we'll, we'll make it a good time like we'll take care of you like it's good like all of our friends are here like we have, we have like plenty of people here who want to see your music like we want to play with you um just yeah like i said just more 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 personal connection just like bring more people out yeah i would uh, i would at least like to see um more band at least more like i want to see at least a younger band from sacramento mm -hmm. come through too because i know that there's other sacramento bands that exist but i don't think any of them are like young kids or like you know 18 year olds trying to make hardcore music you know yeah i mean there's like there's definitely like a lot more uh there's like some like young punks and stuff but a lot of them don't know i went to uh i went to one of my buddies he plays in like a like a kind of like an oasis type band i don't know how to describe it otherwise but mm -hmm. he played this house show in sacramento and like these kids were there and they were all wearing like year of the knife shirts and like all these like one of them was in like a turnstile shirt and a tui shirt and like all this and that and like their band like played a, a turnstile cover and like i'm like where the where the fuck have these kids been like what the hell like we, they like played like 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 kind of like hardcore punk songs and i was like i like talked to them after the show i was like yo where have you guys like you guys like come to shows like i've never seen you before like why aren't you why aren't you going to these things too like this is like all the shit that you guys like it's happening like here like and they just didn't know about it like they don't have the personal like a personal connection because like they just see things that are posted by all these like other venues or like they don't know band names or something like that. So when a band like from the Bay area that like they might not know that they it's totally their style, it's their thing. It's like the, the same type of shit that they're looking up to, but they're not catching the, you know, these bands are existing in my backyard. They're just like missing all of the, all of the middle stuff. Like they're just seeing everything up top, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I I totally get that, and um, yeah, it, it's important to you know reach out to to the younger kids to be like, hey, you know, we got shit going on, come check it out, because uh, you know if if um if they like those kind of hardcore bands, they'll definitely like you know the other stuff. They just got to get exposed to it, because obviously, I feel like um those bands that you mentioned, obviously, um some of the bigger bands in our scene, so um you know they probably saw, uh you know see that stuff um in a bunch of different places. 
but is there like a like a uh, maybe like a, a a centralized place for people to uh, you know see flyers or uh, you know uh, see local bands um, or if, if there's any new shit popping up in your area is there like a dedicated page somewhere i mean there's like a lot of people the only reason i still have a facebook is just for that reason alone um just like send it out to and i'll put it on like the you know the venues mm-hmm. facebook or whatever and like they'll post about it and stuff like that but i mean pretty much the only real like widely like used and sanctioned like diy spot is the colony and like but there's so many shows that happen there so like if you don't know a band name or you don't know what style it's not like posted on the flyer or something like that then you don't know what the hell you're looking at half the time because like there'll be so many like different like styles of like punk bands or whatever that are playing and it'll be like i don't know they're they're you you don't know if you're walking into like a like a super crusty like nasty like d-beat show or if you're like gonna walk into like 15 year olds playing folk punk like all the flyers kind of look the same so you just like there's no real like way to gauge what you're looking at half the time unless you really know somebody who knows somebody who brings yeah. you there like it's pretty much a matter of just someone bringing you out yeah man that's rough because obviously to convince kids to come out to something that they've probably never even heard of it, it'd be easier if there was uh, you know some sort of like reference beforehand to get them excited yeah and like there's but there like i said there's so many shows that happen at the, at the colony there's colony and cafe colonial and they're, they're owned by the same people but they're mm-hmm. two two separate rooms and there will be so many times where there will be a show happening in simultaneous places where like i feel like that's where a lot of people see new bands because i've walked next door and heard like really cool shit you know like things that i would have never even thought about going to the show and i feel, I feel like i've seen kids wander into our shows before and they walk in and then they're like oh shit like am i supposed to pay for this and i'm like nah like you're at the show next door, like come and hang out, like come check it out, like see what we're doing in here. Like it's cool. Mm-hmm. Like we, I, I want to welcome more people as much as I can, especially with like a scene like like an hardcore. I feel like a lot of people have uh, misconceptions before they're even there. Yeah, because I'm a lot of people uh, probably just don't realize how welcoming it actually is, because obviously there are some like, you know, whack people, you know, gatekeepers or whatever. But for the most part, it's pretty welcoming because, uh, you know, just uh, the amount of people that I've talked to, uh, you know, that are involved with the scene from, from so many different places. Like the majority of people that I have interactions with are pretty positive. Yeah. And even if a lot of them aren't, then it's, it's usually never like a, an over the top thing to where, you know, people are getting kicked out of shows or getting like totally like, you know, squeezed out. Like, I feel like you really have to like show up and really not be able to read the room and be kind of like yeah. fucking up to really get pushed out of the show like that without having the prior, even like, calm down or like hey like these people aren't doing whatever you're doing like it's like you're you're all right but like that's like that's not what we're doing here like Mm -hmm. stop stop hurting people or this and that like but there's there's a lot of like room for misunderstanding if you're just coming into a room blindly but i feel like even then most people aren't just gonna be that nasty about it yeah because they're obviously gonna be able to recognize like yo that kid (laughs) is obviously this might be their first show or something right so yeah and uh yeah well i hope uh when shows start happening again up there that uh, you know these younger kids are able to you know find out about what's going on somehow because uh you know for, for obviously for you guys being active now it, it would be 
um, like a sad story for a, a kid to, you know, know about hardcore, but not know that you guys exist in their backyard, you know? Right. Then, you know, it's like funny is like, I've like noticed like a lot of like, for like lack of a better word, like, like we're word, like a uh, TikTok kids, like, like I'll like see like a bunch of like 17 to like 20 year olds, like who like love, like knocked loose in like tsunami and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And like, now that like everything has become an internet thing, I feel like a lot more kids are like kind of, you know, looking into whose bands are like going to be playing with who or who like, you know, like associated like bands and stuff like that. So I feel like there's like a, there's definitely going to be like a resurgence of like a lot more like young people coming to like more shows often, at least if that's, I, it could be totally bullshit. It could just be an internet front, but I like, from what I can tell, it feels like everyone's really eager to come out and see more stuff and just be more like receptive. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, hopefully we can just get them out at least for one. They might get scared off, but the real ones will stay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I feel like the only way you keep going to shows is if you really like the music, you know, and the vibe. Like if there's a good vibe there and you like the music, you'll keep going. Right. Yeah. But like I can like even like probably like now, there's even times where like I've walked into like shows and like I get there and I'm like like I'm, I'm not I'm not enjoying whatever yeah. whatever's going on in this room is not that sick but like yeah. I get what's going on but mm-hmm. there's like there's times where it's like that even for me so I can see how it can be daunting to somebody who's like never even been a part of like any dynamic like that yeah and I have my mindset's a little different too because I'm older it's like I just spent my money that I worked for. I was like, oh, I was like, I'm gonna make it, you know, uh, count. You know, and I, I always just try to have like, you know, the, the best time that I can because obviously, if I'm going to a show, there's at least one band on the bill that I'm going for, and I'm obviously not every show is gonna, you know, be, uh, you know, enjoyable or the best night ever. But I, I, I always go and just try to, you know, just make the most of it. I, yeah, to most times I don't feel bad about having having gone to the show. Even if like there's like something that kind of like was less than ideal for my night, like I usually still feel good about having gone. Like I still had like the experience. I saw the band. I I went to the I, I saw the new venue or whatever, like saw different kids do different shit. Like end result, it's never really you're not really down that bad unless like I guess you get like really hurt or something, but yeah yeah i think one of my favorite things is showing up to a show and like seeing a band that i've never heard of and being like you know like actually into the music and being like holy shit i gotta listen to this band when i get home dude that's the coolest thing i love that that's like one of my favorite things is just like or especially when you're like outside like and you haven't even walked in yet or like so you're outside just like getting a drink of water and then you just like hear something inside and you're like oh wait this band sounds really fucking sick like and then you like go in and like even if like all your friends like aren't inside or whatever like it just feels like really cool to just be like and then like go in and come back out and be like dude that band that band fucking rocked like like these like random ass bands from like wisconsin or something that i've never heard their name that like their homies brought them on tour like sometimes those bands end up being like the highlight of my night like sometimes the bands that i go out to see like don't even play like that great of a set but the new band you know takes it up for you yeah, because honestly, there's there's so much music out there, and I mean, even for me, I, I don't know every band. You know, I'll, I I do my best and uh, try to check out a, a, everything that I can with the time that I have. But 
there's bands that I miss. So uh, when I run into those situations where I'll see a band live that I've never heard of and I'm actually into it, I'm like, damn, this is this is awesome that this can happen, that, you know, for as much music as I consume and as active as I try to be, you know, there's still bands that just kind of, you know, miss my radar. Right. And that shit's crazy, especially when there's like a band that you've heard of forever. And like you've like kind of listened to them a couple times here and there and you're like, "Ah, I don't know if I really get it. But when you finally see them, it like fully translates for you. Like that, that little bridging of the gap, like is like sometimes it's so crazy because there's certain bands that like I've, I've like listened to where I'm like, oh yeah, this is like pretty cool. Um, like I feel like Vane is like a good example of that. Like, about to say like that. when I like not, not like dissing their studio stuff because I still think it's like really solid. And like, I listened to it a lot when it first came out, mm-hmm. it was cool. Um, the, that split they did with a uh, gift from God. I like, I like listened to it like a, quite a few times when it came out. And like, I was like, all right, this is like pretty cool. And then they played it uh, at Gilman. And like, I don't even think it was a super packed show, but like their energy was just so crazy. Like everybody in the room was just like looking at each other, like nuts. And people were just like beating the fuck out of each other. But it was like totally like it, all of the gears clicked together and it just like made full sense to me at that point. That's hilarious. I was just about to say that. Yeah, same same band, dude. Same band. When the yeah, because I listened to it, and I'm like, all right, this is this is cool. Like, it's not really up my alley. But then when I saw it live, I was like, holy fuck! Yeah, like, this is nuts. Yeah, like, it, it, and they're like that every time. You know, that high energy. You know, cool performance. So it, it, it's awesome that they that you know that's how they are. It's not like it's not like an act. You know right yeah it is it doesn't it wasn't like just like a flash in the pan like the one time i saw them this one time they were really crazy but other than that it's been like whatever like you know there's like certain bands that i feel like you see and everyone talks about that one show at the one venue and you're like oh i missed that like i'll never be able to see that or like feel that what that room was like at that point but like there's like certain bands that just bring it like every fucking time and that's always tight yeah i i feel like it's special because I always tell everybody like, Hey, if, if you like a band, go out and enjoy them as much as you can. Cause who knows when they're going to break up or call it quits or somebody's going to leave and the you know whole sound changes. There's a million different things that could happen. So if you like a band, support them in real time, show them love when you can before it's too late. Cause it, it, it's always whack when people want to show love after the fact, you know? Yeah, no, that's like what I was saying earlier. Like when you have that preemptive, like, when a new band pops up and it's members of these three bands and you're like, all right, like I better see them now. Like, because you know, that might be just like the quick project that might become the real band, but like, you don't, you don't know until it's already said and done. And there's like bands, like, I feel like one that's coming to mind is like Jukai. Like for some reason, like before, like I saw that band, I was like, Oh yeah, this will probably, I'll probably see them like once, twice, maybe three times. And then they'll go back to all the respective bands that they're in. And like, that's like, one of the sickest bands that I've seen in like a long time at that point. That was like yeah. me uh, with Disgrace. Disgrace played like, I'd say a handful of times on our side of the coast. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, fuck man, I better, you know, I better see this shit now before it's too late. Yeah. And it's like always a treat. Like when yeah. you, when you do get to see bands like that. Yeah. And I, I love Disgrace. I actually, I mean, you can't see because I have my virtual background on, but I have this disgrace hat that I just have, you know, so much pride when I wear because I, I think that band is so sick. Dude, that that split with Harness is like some of the craziest shit to me. Like, I love, yeah, Disgrace Rocks. I saw that band when they uh, came through with, was that with God's Hate? 
like yeah. forced order like Dude, years ago so fucking that, that was like such a crazy tour to like think about like i feel like i feel like there's like a lot of like cool shit happening right now but there's like not very many like super stacked tours that i would see very often mm-hmm. and like around that time it was probably like 2013 2014 maybe later oh yeah probably yeah 14 15 then they play rbu yeah that's probably yeah, sense, see, either that's way so fucking crazy but there was just like there was just like a period of time where like especially like a lot of the southern california bands were just like coming out in droves like twice a month like just all over the place like just fully like like a four band like stacked lineup and then one local and like yeah. every show was just nuts like and disgrace was definitely one of those bands that you'd like uh-huh. see on on those packages here and there and whenever that you'd see them it'd be great i'm curious are you guys uh, familiar with uh, shingle springs yeah i know i know where shingle springs is at okay there's a band from there uh, do you know what i'm getting at no I don't, I don't think so i might know who you're talking about if you if you drop a name okay. but i yeah shingle springs i have like family who's like lived out there before it's like not too far from here like maybe an hour east oh, that's crazy I, I don't know anybody from shingle springs but that's cool that you guys know about it but there was a, a an older band from like the early 2000s called uh, i'm pretty sure it's pronounced elijah Oh, Elysia? Oh, yeah, Elijah. that's like the, like the deathcore yeah. band. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I love that band. So I'm, you know, the first time talking to, and I'm pretty, yeah, you guys are the, um, okay. I've, I've only had one other person on that. That's like from your area. Um, you know, Sacramento proper. So, um, right. and I didn't even think to ask him about uh, this band, but, um, it, it just kind of popped on my head. I'm like, I have to ask because I, I saw them for the first time in Las Vegas. Right. And, and I'm, you know, I, I saw the name on MySpace, whatever, but n- never really listened to him. But when I saw them in Las Vegas, um, everybody in the room was singing along to this band. And I was like, and I, I seriously, I, I was the only one not singing along because I didn't know the words. I, I'd never even listened to the band before. And I felt like I felt so out of place. And like, I felt like I was missing out on such a good time. So I'm like, holy shit, I got to listen to this band because this is an insane reaction. Dude, that band was so sick. That was like, yeah, like peak, peak, like MySpace, like all that like deathcore shit that was super popular at the time. Like that's like one of the bands I feel like that definitely like sticks out to me like now. Yeah. Like, like that band, <laughs> that band's so hard. It's ridiculous. And like, it's, it's like super like foul. Like all the lyrics are just like real nasty. And just like, like that's like one of like the only like albums when I was like an actual child that my mom, like she like went through my CDs one time and like, it was probably like a bunch of like cannibal corpse and like whatever. So like, it's like all, you know, just obscene things. And she like went through all that. And she's like, this is just like horror movie shit. And then she went through like the, the Elysia uh, lyric booklet. And it was all just like super like misogynistic, <laughs> like just like real nasty. I think she like read the lyrics to filthy or something like mm-hmm. that. And she was just totally appalled. She's like, I'm not going to take this from you because you're too old for that, but this is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and you got to think when those guys were doing that band, they were in high school, like young kids doing that. Yeah, I've actually like I've met one of the people in that band uh, in adult years mm-hmm. uh, a handful of times. One of my buddies lived with him for a minute, and uh, interesting. They they don't seem very proud of Alicia, from what I understand, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, I. Uh... Um, I don't know if I should say this on it. Oh, whatever. I, I actually reached out to the singer to, to do the podcast um, years ago. And yeah, obviously didn't happen. So, yeah, I mean, Damn. I mean, if you, uh, yeah, if, if you, Damn. if you want, if you want to like cut, 
cut that out. That's fine. <laughs> there, there was just like, there was so much controversy around that band. And like, I'm not even going to name it because I'm sure that you probably know what I'm talking about. But like, mm-hmm. there's like been a lot of shit that's like happened with that band, like on very public eyes. So like all those dudes, like kind of just like, oh, like, like when I was talking to the guy, he like had to ask my friend, like, is, Damien like a nice guy or is he like a real big Elysia fan? <laughs> I, like, I would always, I would always just like make like joke references about it. Cause like, it's like silly to me. Like it's like shit that I listened to when I was like 12, 13 years old and like still like, like some of that shit for sure. But I would just like, I would like, I would just like kind of punish him and I would like, just like shout a lyric at him and he'd just be like, oh, like, they were they were not very happy about that existing. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. But uh, you know, obviously like, creating something with like that kind of impact obviously it's gonna be hard to get away from it you know i I feel like that's something that's gonna follow them around forever right i mean and yeah i mean like like a lot of people like still like genuinely like that band i feel like even a lot of people who don't really like that style of music anymore like still like definitely like hold them like like somewhat of a high regard especially like northern california i feel like because everybody used to see them yeah and we used to see like that kind of crossover into like the hardcore scene but there's really not i i feel like there's really not that that kind of crossover these days um i mean that's like a little bit before my time for sure but Mm -hmm. i mean i mean early like 2000s like late 2000s like into like 2010 like there was a lot of like all like the metalcore bands were like playing with like like hardcore bands too you know what i mean like a lot of that shit was like similar styles or at least like a lot of like overlapping circles yeah like from what i understand anyways yeah there's been much like weird crossovers there was like you know obviously uh pop punk is you know always tied to hardcore and there's been there's been some bands to you know be able to break through and you know kind of have like you know the the support of the you know scene but you know i feel like that just kind of fizzled out as well and it's just kind of you we don't really see like a whole lot of like that crazy crossover like back in the day I mean, like, for, like, a lack of a better term, like, like the, like, all, like, the Black My Heart style bands, like, like, all the bands, like, like, Black My Heart and, like, Throwdown and shit, where they kind of just, like, sit, like, right in that middle ground of, like, mm-hmm. all the, like, the people who, like, super love metalcore, but, like, don't really fuck with hardcore or, like, vice versa, like, there's, like, a lot of shit that, like, sat in the middle for a long time, so, like, as far as genres go, it was just, like, very ambiguous, like, there was no real... You know, it wasn't as much of like like splitting hair of like, oh, these are like metallic hardcore bands like that are playing this show. Like it was just like a bunch of kids doing the same shit to like things that were slightly different. Yeah, exactly. And and I'm I'm uh, people will ask about uh, you know bands like oh like what does you know, X band sound like? And I'm just like I don't know. I don't want to put anybody uh, you know in a box or give them like the wrong label. So I'm just like, how about you just go listen to the music and you know just kind of figure it out for yourself. I feel like that's the the easiest thing, right? Because uh obviously um things can get you know kind of confusing with all these like you know subgenres um of hardcore and then you know people arguing about what band actually sounds like what genre yeah so it's just like yeah to, to save any kind of confusion and just to get straight to the point like you know just go listen to the band yeah because like i could hear one piece of a band and i could think that like this one riff like sounds a lot like this band mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i could like i could like tell someone like oh yeah like this shit sounds like fucking this sounds like mad ball or something and like i could and like i could be talking to somebody who really doesn't like give a shit about madball or something like that and like i think i'm like putting them over and they're like oh yeah no like oh, it's just like another hardcore band like i'll pass and like they don't you know they don't come back around to it yeah exactly so to yeah because um 
who knows you know if, if they you know mistakenly just judge that band like they could have missed out on their favorite band yeah then there's been bands that i've come back to like years later that i figure out that i'm like damn like i was missing this the whole fucking time like i, I spent so long just being like oh, i probably don't like it like it's fine and then finally like somebody putting it on i'm like oh all right mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take that like I feel like I've had the revelation that I just like really love kids. <laughs> like most of my, my young life, I was like, I don't give a shit about kids, but now like I like that. Like I, I love like just like old, like butt rock. <laughs> Is kiss still going on that tour? I hope so. <laughs> I, I really hope so. I, I don't hope so. I don't know though. I, I don't, I don't keep my finger on the pulse as okay. far as things like that go. If but... any band does it, it has to be kiss. <laughs> Yeah, who was I talking to? They told me that they were a huge Kiss fan and they were going to go dressed up. Like, they were going to go full, like, makeup. And, like, I oh, remember. that's so sick. Like, go, like, full Kiss army. Yeah, yeah. That's I, so I, fucking I mean, tight. <laughs> you need to do that. Because this could be it. Dude, what's, they, what's, they, what's, what's hilarious <laughs> is actually on Halloween, he, uh, Damien did some funny um, I, I Kiss type shit. I didn't do the Kiss one. You but. didn't do the Kiss one, but if no one told you that it wasn't Kiss like people would assume it's kids you went for some black metal stuff but it looked like kiss oh know. i thought you were talking about past halloween no no oh no. yeah uh not that, like this recent halloween uh ged and jose were both or no ged was king diamond but jose and eric were uh paul stanley yeah. and fucking peter chris <laughs> <Yeah>. for halloween <laughs> i forgot about that but yeah they, i i'm like next step up yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, hopefully, uh, you know, since you're, you know, so into them, uh, y- you make that effort and you're able to see them live. Cause that'd be cool. Cause uh, you, cause getting into a band late, you know, obviously you've missed out on a lot of cool stuff. So, you know, if, if you have that opportunity, I, I think that would be super sick. Right. Yeah. I'll go like, I'll like get to like really like tall platforms and shit and like the, like the, the metal, like shoulder plates. I'll get like, I'll get like a really long fake tongue too. I can yeah. be like Gene Simmons. I won't even be able to talk, but I'll look <laughs> sick. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, man, this has been awesome. I, I'm stoked that you guys, uh, you know, we're down to do the podcast. Uh, you know, it, it was yeah. great getting to know you guys. Uh, I, I feel like, uh, you know, I was a fan of Extinguish before, but, you know, getting to know you guys and, you know, finding out that you guys are like real genuine people. I like the band a little more now. Um, hey, thank you. But before we go, is there anything you guys want to uh, you know, plug or shout out? Um, I mean, nothing really that we're doing right now. But I mean, as far as like people we know and like bands that we like want to plug, like for sure, shout out like uh, Plead the Fifth, Vitality, Hands of God, Gulch, Tsunami, Big Boy, uh, You Lose. Earth Down, Eightfold Path, Eightfold Path for sure. Uh, Lead Dream. I mean, a lot of those bands are like the same homies, but they're all putting on. Um, you know, shout out the band World Peace. That World, band is sick. World Peace is very sick. Two bases, uh, power violence Hard band. Um, pretty much just like any bands that are really trying to do the shit in Sacramento and like Northern California and the Bay Area in general. Shit's been great. Uh, yeah, Feel the Flames. Field of Flames, Field of Flames. I mean, we share members of Field of Flames, but that's our oh, really? just puts that band together. Yeah. Who, who's um in Field of Flames? Because I, I got uh, some of the members coming on next week. Spoiler alert. Oh, uh, Ged and Jose. Oh wow. Okay. And yeah, yeah. Um, if I'm being honest, I, 
I think I asked um, who was coming out, but I can't remember because, uh, you know, obviously I, I'm really bad at remembering. It, it's in my calendar, but yeah, uh, we're doing a Field of uh, Field of Flames podcast next week. Should be sick. That's tight. Uh, I'm assuming it'd probably be Justin because um, he writes pretty much most of the music for that band. Uh, not discrediting anybody else, but that's like that's like his baby. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Ged and Jose have been in that band since inception, pretty much. Okay. Oh, you know, before we go, I, I totally forgot this. I, I space on it, but um, there's a, a song on the EP, guest vocals by Joseph. How did that come together? Because obviously you guys are all friends, but um, you know, there's so many um, awesome vocalists from up there and cool bands. How'd you guys uh, settle on, uh, you know, getting him to be on that track? Like a spot for a spot, <laughs> basically. Uh, so Gulch and Tsunami put out a split. Mm-hmm. Crazy split. And I'm on, I did guest vocals for, I think, the first song. And that's a, I, I forget ahead. the fucking name of it, but it's a hard ass song. The whole split is great. But I did a, I did like a little guest spot on that song. And then we were finishing up everything. And I told Joseph, I was like, yo, uh, you still want to do that little, still want to like do this spot at the end of the song? He's like, yeah, bro. And he just did it. Yeah, simple as that. Nothing crazy, but you know, we're all homies. All right. Well, I'm glad I remembered to ask that because if I would have forgot, it would have been bothering me forever. But that's sick. I'm, I, I'm I'm stoked that you know they were you know, down to give you that love to put you on the split because think about you know where that split came out on and what kind of attention that got you know you know you get that rub I I think it's super awesome. Yeah, man, that's sick, man. Yeah, it's triple B. Yeah, that's yeah, it's sick to be like on something that's like triple B too. Yeah, but, man, but like uh, those yeah, pretty much most of, like everybody's pretty tight knit as far as like like most of the Bay Area and Sacramento like we're at least like loose acquaintances with most of like the bands we play with at at best you know mm-hmm. a lot of them like end up being like close friends after a while um so it's like pretty easy to make connections and book shows like whenever we book anything half the time it's not even out of a place of like i'm only putting my friends on but like yeah. most of our friends are the ones who are you know making a lot of music so it's pretty easy to just like you know almost like draw straws and be like who's not busy on this day <laughs> you know and it, it all comes together like for the most part and that's like how we've been on, gotten put on a lot of shows too for sure well man i i love everything that's going on up there in northern california you know from the bay to um, you know sacramento and you guys are all doing awesome stuff so keep it up when shows come back you know find out how you can you know, uh, make sacramento a, a destination because obviously um i don't want you guys to be one of those spots that, that gets overlooked especially when there's guys like you uh, making awesome music so I'm, I'm you know looking forward to seeing how you guys progress in the future and uh, i'm looking forward to staying in touch and being in friends and eventually meeting at some point oh yeah dude you gotta come up here once oh, things yeah. start popping off also cool. tsunami release show uh, i guess announcement you gotta come up for that because it's gonna be nuts yo I- i'm down uh, maybe we can convince um infirmary to hop on that Hey, uh, be, it might be a touchy subject. We get we get yeah, eight fold path on that for yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. Oh, 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 okay. See, I, I'm not that in tune. I'm, I, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm messing around, but yeah, yeah, eight fold path. We'll get them on there. Yeah. I <laughs> love those guys, but okay. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Oh, one more oh, thing. One more thing. Shout out meme vault. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. All right. Well, thank you guys um, for doing the podcast. Thanks um, to everybody who's um, tuned in and we'll be back soon.